Welcome back to another episode of Positively Negative for the 27th of September, 2018. Hello, Dales. Hi, Dales. Welcome back to the Positively Negative podcast. Where we talk about life, love, and the pursuit of positivity in an occasionally negative world. I'm Dalio. And I'm Team Humble, and we're glad you're here. Yeah, boy. I bet that totally threw you, didn't it? Because you were like, I don't know this soundtrack and this intro at all. And you're still muted, by the way. So you need to unmute. Otherwise, uh, we'll never was... be able to hear you ever again. <laughs> I'm glad we're here. That was the big takeaway for me from the intro. I'm glad yeah. you're here. How you doing? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm good. It's half past five over here. What time is it there? Half past 12. I realize that with us saying like Dalio and Team Humble, it's kind of people who listen in on podcasts, just find a podcast from the store would be like, what the hell are you, why are you using code names rather than real names? Like, who are you as people? <laughs> oh, those are just one of our many code names. It must seem very weird to Eager people just people. F- falling in to the mm. channel. Um so just to verify that, the reason why um, we use those nicknames is those are our usernames on a service that we've been using now for years, a couple of years, um, because we got fed up with Tumblr and WordPress and Medium and just loads of other services, Posturus, that you know got bought, shut down. Uh, oh, I love Instagram. Oh, hello, we're Facebook. We're buying that. Oh, okay. <laughs> just, I just got fed up of the acquisition, the acquisition, the acquisition until I was like blue in the face. It's like, oh, I've got to move again. Oh, I've got to move again. Yeah. So, I mean, it's kind of one of the things that brought me back to the socials as in I'm not very, I'm not, I'm really not very social at the moment in, at this age, uh, in my current circumstances. I think I could be again, but after having 10 years of looking for that collaborative that was the thing i was looking for in social more than anything was collaboration real mm. true collaboration like what is that like? how do we no how do we frame it how do we how do we make it work for everybody involved like how do we have those proper debates and how do, how do we you know not a race to the bottom or race to the top it's sort of like a shared learning thing mm. and i waited for youtube to do it i was like yeah this could be awesome like youtube might do some interactive like collaborative thing that didn't happen so we've been using the steam blockchain which not only is it a place where you can blog but you can get incentivized for doing it so you get steam steam tokens steam power which you can also then go and translate transfer to something like bitcoin or whatever you want really like Chuck E. cheese money you get all your sure. tickets and then you trade it in for a spider ring sure well it's <laughs> been it's been definitely a spider ring over the last couple of weeks spider ring price but it's been better it's been yeah better. it's been better but like there is two two things we want to talk about this week the positively negative of two big things that happened on that on that network uh like most computer stuff most technologies there is issues and failures and f- breakages and um steam blockchain has been through a lot of that in the last couple of weeks it is tsunami wave technology. It is always changing, ebbing and flowing. So therefore, there's always code changes and people infuriated that they want to push a new version of it. And um, a couple of things have happened in the last two weeks. One of them was quite big that a application, a Steam app, what's called a DAP, running on top of the Steam blockchain decided that uh, its experiment, as they called it, with the Steam blockchain was done. Mm. Uh a a, a, uh, a branded site called DLive. And um, obviously that kind of rattled a lot of people's cages and admittedly so, and for good reason. Uh, and it, it was kind of interesting watching people's fallout to that, um, how they reacted about it. And I think you originally sort of sent me a message like are you okay are you like upset by it kind of like not as as not as like a direct message but like as a comment like you know you put all this effort in and yada 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 mm. and um yeah because i've been through that too you know i've been through those lifespans yeah so. but i kind of here's the thing though here's the thing i was invested in the idea of it i was never invested in the team 
Like mm-hmm. that's a, I think that's a huge difference, right? After getting burnt so many times on other social network sites, I pretty much put a window of 24 months on everything, right? Could be the best product in the world, right? Chances are it could be bought up and sold to new owners within 24 months, right? So you have a two-year window. And pretty much gospel to it over the last 10 years of things that I've enjoyed, two-year window comes around, then it gets shuttered, then the people who are like behind the scenes saying like, no, 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 the community is not going to be affected. A year later, they're gone, right? Mm-hmm. Let's take Instagram recently. Oh, we're, we're going to do some creative things. No, they're going to stay around long enough to make sure everybody knows how to operate the thing and then they're out of the door. Mm-hmm. It's just the way it works. That's in inverted commas, commas business. Um, so, yeah, I, I, wasn't, I wasn't upset necessarily for the service. I was upset for people who were reliant on the service. I know there's a lot of people who got so used to it. Must might be their first rodeo for mm-hmm. applications, web apps in general, like on the web. Oh my God, DLive's here and it's better than YouTube because it's decentralized and mm-hmm. we're not going to be content bashed for putting our favorite song on and uh, XYZ. And then all of a sudden finding out that actually it was just an experiment and they were going to always go to another chain and it kind of pilfered the the steam coffers to run their experiment while secretly raising 20 million dollars yeah. for yeah. investors so yeah and it, it kind yeah. of felt like it kind of felt like and I, it kind of feels like when this happens a lot that the community is just seen as like another metric or another asset that the um that the startup has, you know, and like, those are real people. And maybe, you know, maybe that's why I'm not a VC. Maybe that's why I'm not in the startup world, but to see a community of people who, you know, your make or break is built on these people. And a lot of senses, you know, that they're what brought you up to, to, to realize that you as a community member of of an application is just seen as either an asset on a spreadsheet that someone can show value to or that you can just be moved to another platform because you know they can just say oh well we're showing up with these many users you know as just as a part of a portfolio piece um that's kind of like that's kind of a crappy feeling i think i think for a lot of creators you know yeah i mean as far as i could tell what was disjointed for me in the whole i mean and first of all let me let me backtrack a little bit so dlive and dtube were two of my favorite kind of uploading video sites both could eventually do streaming and hosting but i really liked dlive's uploading and you know i met a couple of the team i had a couple of chats with them when they first started out did a bunch of like tutorial videos but i always knew that it would be a site where eventually you know that content may disappear and it was all very focused for time sensitive anyway so like the videos that i would put on dlive were things to do top 10 that you know if they expired no big deal because daily you watched it you caught it it's fine right so i never put anything on there that i didn't want to lose i think that's a huge thing like don't ever put anything on a website that you that you cannot or never want to lose or you want to have a look Mm. back on and even youtube don't ever think that they won't just close your account and run away i've been watching a lot of my old uh friends who were in that original strong of like 100 video a strong group get panicky after going all in on youtube 3.5 years ago and now being like oh shit you know like things are changing my friend's account got shut down it's been demonetized yada 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 you know people we get reliant on these things and we don't we don't For sure. think about the back end system we think about the front end we click on stuff we don't think of the transaction the data the back end the servers running the bills you know we don't think of that we're like mm-hmm. desensitized to it in some way because we i think when social came along we had so many choices of how to do it and then that just like went stratospheric well, you know it's like yeah, oh we have this I, now i think we approach a lot of apps the way that we produce <laughs> approach like as we approach things online as consumers. So you you almost have, the, because of the way that you're treated, because these the startups are so desperate to have, um, you know, th- to have users flooding on them so that they can make their marks for the next round of funding, you kind of approach these things like a consumer, like, well, if Pepsi stops making Pepsi, then I'll buy Coke, you know, that you have the choice and you have the power and that they're lucky to have you. And like, of course it's free. And it does come with a little bit of, of a sense of entitlement from the user side, because, because the way of the way you're wooed onto the platform, because of the way that you are, you know, that, you, the acquisition of you as a user probably went down. You were probably 
made to feel like that 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 was there to serve you. And that was the one purpose <laughs> was to serve you. That's how apps get users. Do you know what I mean? So mm. I think a lot of people don't don't make the association, unfortunately, until they get burned, um, that they are, that they as the users are not at the center of the equation most often <laughs> for the people mm. running the show. Yeah. I mean, I, I don't know. There's a, there's a number of sustain, as sustainable as I see sustainable and as uh, uh, wasteful as I see it in terms of, you know, this whole like VC mentality. It's kind of a locked in thing. You know, you're buying cheap, a couple of million and then like flip, flip it basically. It's like property in some ways. Mm. You know, do you have the head count? Do you have a hundred million people? Awesome. Can you scale it? Awesome. Right. Then, you know, we'll sell it now. We'll sell the technology to somebody else who's got more money and a bigger company and then they can take that brand and that technology and they they can run with it which what what tends to happen is it's buzzy for a while because everybody loves it you know i, I still don't know to this day what happened to vine or why they got rid of it, or why somebody or some or why somebody did jump in and fix it i have no idea but like i don't know you come you become attached to these things so i kind of deflected a lot of that with d live at the beginning but uh to go from a fully fledged blockchain that had had 19 hard forks uh, been running for 24 months to go to a blockchain that okay sounds good looks good uh, has a high tps report which is not anything to do with office space but transactions (laughs) per second um that's the big buzzword right now is you know transactions per second because we want to make blockchains as fast as visa or faster that's when it starts to get really attractive to the banking industry yeah, that's where the well, big money like starts to roll in. Okay, so for somebody who maybe is like not familiar with with these kind of like systems yeah. and apps that we're talking about, if I could just maybe summarize it and you could tell me if I'm understanding it correctly, because I, I mean I'm involved, but I wasn't as involved with DLive um, as as you were, and I wasn't. I definitely wasn't part of the community. I had an awareness of them because I'm involved very heavily on Steam, but um, Steam it. Um, but what it, it seemed like from, from an outsider and maybe just correct me if I'm wrong, is that they showed up, they use the steam blockchain. So the steam blockchain is, is what is holding up this app. The app is built on top of it. So that's the foundation. And through that, they were able to access a bunch of users because steam it already had, you know, an ample number of users, a community was based, but the, the, it was never, it's never separate, right? Like even steam hunt and steam it's community, there's a, it's almost all overlap, you know, it's, we're not at the place where we just have steam hunt users who are not even on steam. So there's a very, there's a, there's a deep overlap of the communities and, um, for an app to decide, well, we're just done with the steam blockchain kind of made people feel like, so what you just kind of like leached off the community. You got the delegation, you know, you got, what you wanted to get from here so that you could build to the level that you knew you wanted to be at so that you could leave. Is that kind of the way that you, you interpret the way people felt or the way that it went down? Cause now, now uh, they're going to another blockchain is really what, what I can't speak. At. I can't speak for other people, but I can't speak for other people's like op- opinions and, and uh, whatever on, on, on the rationale behind that. But all I can say is that, I think a lot of people got on board DLive thinking, yes, decentralized live streaming makes sense. Great to see it on the blockchain. It's definitely one of the apps that, you know, we would have loved to have seen in a couple of years' time, but here it is early. That's great. Uh, and it was just chugging along. So YouTube was chugging along. And I think there is, like any kind of tribe culture, there was this kind of, you know, unconscious acknowledgement that you're, you know, you're steamians now. Mm-hmm. Therefore, there is like an unwritten code of conduct. I would have thought, like, I'm sure that's where a lot of people are annoyed about it because you know, the steam affects everybody. The price of steam affects everybody. The way that you delegate it, the way right. that you pay it out, the way you upvote certain things in the community for for the content that they make. There was probably a lot of people that thought a lot of the stuff was rubbish, and therefore it shouldn't be upvoted. I, I respect that as well. Uh, you got to you got to go through those steps to understand you know what that is and the next step for me for D Live would have been all right how do you attract higher quality influencers how do you make higher quality content content do you educate people more um, I kind of feel that they were presented with a situation where they were given a, a they either managed to 
I, I think this is the thing that I can't stand about business is that if I have to do what people do in business just to acquire money and burn bridges at the same time uh, in the pursuit of some kind of maladjusted kind of purpose in life, then I will never run a startup because the way it reads to me is that they ran it just to see if they could scale it. They, they scaled it. They did a bunch of outreach. They did all the proper things to run a startup. The one thing they didn't say is that they were eventually going to move to another chain. And I don't think they were going to move to another chain until they got to a point where it was like, you know what? I, I, I decentralized live streaming is actually the biggest, de- like, biggest decentralized streaming in the world. And I wouldn't be surprised if somebody used that to approach some investors mm. and then the investors were like oh right so n- n- there's no other decentralized thing that exists and it's like this is worth something to us because we'll be first right? right right and that and that is the issue for me as well because at that point then you've already burnt the community and you know you're burning the community and it doesn't matter and if it did matter then it's fine because i'm moving to another blockchain anyway right my biggest but that's the my biggest that made you that gave you that selling point in the first place very irrelevant. much so irrelevant now Right. Well, relevant now because I've got the numbers, I've got the data. I got into a business, I got into a meeting room, right. and shook somebody's hand because I'd managed to, and that that's the big, that's one of the, my biggest beefs about like nobody ever talks about burn rate. Nobody talks about the amount of money that's actually being spent, like fucking trying to stitch all this shit together. You know, we've we've watched many TV programs where they're faking the numbers and the the people coming in onto the platform. Yeah, we've got a million users, but you know, seventy five of them are actually drones or or bots or whatever. Yeah, or thirty um, of them active <laughs> I, I i truly believe we live in an age now where it's all about the story it's always all about how you can manipulate or mm. present that story in a way and they 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 did it in that way i think mm. i mean it, it makes no sense whatsoever to go from a active black blockchain with a uh active network right to a blockchain that yeah admittedly sounds great and is faster but it doesn't have any of the things that the original community have got used to, the seven-day mm-hmm. payouts, the amount of money uh, that you would get, the, the routine that you get, um, I and then to, the, ju- the, and, but then, right. but then to set, but then to say, oh, by the way, you got to get your content in twenty-four hours, and it, we're going to start the test net. Well, the test net isn't a main net. The test net is like we're testing stuff out because we're not going to, we, you know, we've got to make sure it works well, out. Well, yeah. So I'm, I mean, I don't I, know. It sounds, it sounds like. It sounded like the um, one of the head people from DLive is is a team member and was always a team member on this other blockchain. And so what it kind of feels like is that they, they used Steema to grow to where they wanted to be and then always kind of from the beginning had the intention of moving over because this was this person's side project. I don't know if that if – that, I can't speak to obviously anybody else's intention, but I think the fact that some people well, were so shocked – if if that's the case, then you open source what you've done up to now and allow somebody else to pick it up. Mm-hmm. You don't just like right. you don't just you don't just land on like an insect and just like you know like one of those fish that like follows dolphins around you know underneath like I'll just slipstream <laughs> yeah. off you for a bit, mate. You know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're basically just kind of like because you're not parasites. really at that, not, at that yeah. point. At that point, you're not at that point. You've shown your cards that you were never about community. Exactly. So you've mi- you've misled people at that point. It's like a uh, you know a subterfuge, I guess. Right, and I think people don't really. I think when people see decentralized and they see blockchain, there's so much um, uh, there's so much feeling of like, oh, the new way, the better way, the you know we're not going to be like the way that the rest of the world is, or this is going to be free. This is going to be. There's almost like this utopia feeling around blockchain technologies because that's the way that they were always kind of branded, you know, even from the early days of like Satoshi's vision for what Bitcoin should be. And so I think that when these type of businesses and make no mistake, their businesses act like businesses, you know, act like the Facebooks and act like the Instagrams, people are even a little bit more feel a little bit more burnt by it generally because it's like wait a second this is what like we're here to get away from this is here this is what we're we we kind of like rejected about traditional you know social media or traditional banking or you know whatever version of of an app that you're using so 
I think yeah, um, the big- it's important to remember that none of these people have your back. <laughs> none of these people have these vested big- interest in you, even if they're a blockchain, even if they're decentralized. You know, sure. and that's uh, that's fine if that's what business is. If they if business is yes, this this doesn't serve us now, and we need to swap it out. You know, like this blockchain, some of the excuses they put in the thing was like, you know, this blockchain doesn't do this X, Y, Z. And, you know, if you look back onto our next topic in a bit about um, mana, I mean, you could argue that in some ways they kind of predicted something that wasn't going to fit their headspace, their business model, you know, like mm-hmm. their their software. They probably thought, oh, this RC mana stuff is going to affect, you know, upvoting and the way that we've configured our stuff. And I understand from a business perspective, it's like, it's just a technology then at that point. This technology is not serving us. We need to upgrade mm-hmm. to another technology. You sit down with a bunch of guys who've come up with a, f- a really fast blockchain that competes with the likes of EOS and more and supposedly has this fast like transactions per second. Like anybody who's wanting to scale from like, I don't know how many users they are, but let's, let's say they had 10,000 users and then they want to scale 100,000 and more. You're going to jump onto a technology that can hopefully handle that amount of transactions, right? Right. Especially when you're like trying to position yourself probably for esports and live streaming and, you know, trying to take a bit of market share away from Amazon and Twitch. Right. Okay. So here's, here's an idea. Here's like a thought that's kind of been like rolling around in my head kind of since I heard the news. I don't know if in what you have in the UK, that's like an equivalent, but in the States we have the BBB It's called the Better Business Bureau. And mm. it's a, they're a completely non, not pro, non-profit organization where people um, report their experiences with like businesses, even just small businesses. This guy, you know, said he was going to come paint my house. I signed a contract. He never showed. He ran away with my money, whatever. So, I mean, in the case of, I mean, I don't mean to just like sit here and, and drag DLive, <laughs> but in the case of DLive, that's what we're talking about. They get, you know, they get a, n- a new blockchain. They're looking for new users. And, you know, let's say they launch a, a huge campaign, huge marketing social media campaign to get all these new users. Like, I wonder if there would be a benefit to having like a blockchain or an ICO Better Business Bureau, something that's out there where somebody can say like, okay, well, this you know, this looks really nice, but nobody, no one will ever really know the backstory of DLive. I mean, maybe because Stephen has such a Baba. high search ranking. <laughs> how many, people have been writing about Baba. it. <laughs> Baba, how many public services do you know have enough talent to even run the public services that they need to at the level of today? The problem is, is that those kind of services never attract the right kind of, uh, talent for very long they get head hunted they go somewhere else mm. they want to innovate you know like there there's a, a culture in those things right that's the problem that's the problem that we've got is that innovation is moving it's all about it's all just innovation now innovation is moving so fast now it's like even legal is having to like build right. ai for legal cases right because they can't process them fast well, because not- of very, very situations very much like this you right know? it's not a um it's an, i don't know if i miss miss uh, explain that it's not a base. It's not a branch of the government. It's not government run. It's just no, a nonprofit. It's just more like a yeah. charity. But like, yeah, yeah. But so, so if you're really, really smart and technical, are you going to work for a nonprofit for more than a couple of years? No. Yeah. You're just yeah. not going to do it, Biza. I just wish there was like some type of rating or ranking or like a, a, like you know how they do sustainability reports for companies. If there was like an a community uh, sustainability report or a burn, a burn card or something that was like, that was like, yeah, yeah, I don't know that, that kind of incentivizes people to not like just cut and run and then start over with a new community, you know, like the fact that those actions have consequences and they'll follow you. I think that's on the steam blockchain. I do personally, I think Mm. they should have a code of conduct, code of conduct for people building dApps. Mm. Right, if you're going to build on top of the Steam blockchain, that's like coming and bringing your own fucking cement and bricks to a building site. You know, it's my building site. Yeah, yeah, I, and there's I. traffic, blockchain. there's people. You know, like there's right. value to the the community that's already there. So I think there should be a code of conduct in terms of like, all right, mm. if you're going to just come in for a certain amount of time, if you're going to run it as a test, you should tell people it's going to be a test. Uh, if you're going to take money off people, you're going to take delegation off people. You should be able, you know, if you're going to leave on under these circumstances, don't make it legal, but just like have something. Have right. something to be something like to be accountable to. Something, yeah, yeah, something. Yeah, I mean, I, I wasn't, I wasn't overly mad because at the end of the day, it was like a free host. Uh, I got upvotes from them. Some of the community members are really cool. Like some of the team members are really cool. Every time I had a problem, it was really, you know, it's really cool. 
But from a technology point of view, as a technologist, I was like, you're going from a live blockchain to a test test net? <laughs> just because just because somebody's shook your hand and give you 20 million and the transactions per second is going to be really fast, but you're going to burn all, you know, 50%, 25% of your community to build out this really fast DLive with nobody For on nobody it. Nobody to upload on. <laughs> Like, that's how I feel about it right now. I mean, I'm not sure if that's going to be the case. Maybe it won't be the case. Maybe they'll be able to use that with the biggest in the world spiel for a little while until people work out that, you know, like the backstory. But here's here's another thing as well. Like, what is it with businesses that they think that people don't know the backstory about things? We have Quora. We have Reddit. We have all of these things, right? People not Mm. only are informed nowadays, but the way that you've, you handle your business or you've done business or you've got to where you are today is it's all diggable. It's all trackable. Well, yeah. And in our case, it's legitimately on the blockchain forever. <laughs> yeah. So, so like, I don't know. I don't know. I think it's just like, I'm actually doing a search of D live right now, just the word D live in YouTube to see kind of like what com- comes up because I know that people have kind of been real angry about it. And I also know that Steve, uh, steam it is, one of the what is it top 100 top 100 sites so i don't know mm. a simple google search will probably give you all you need to find but also i don't think people the average person doesn't do that you like the gra- i did it today i just <laughs> i downloaded that stupid browser <laughs> because i thought it looked clean i thought it looked nice i saw it um was promoted through product hunt and it was on my twitter timeline and about 10 minutes later i was trying the browser out i didn't look at who the CEO was or what the company, I knew it was an offshoot of, um, or maybe possibly the same team as the um, Opera, Oprah browser. Um, but maybe that's something that, mm. you know, we, we need to just keep talking about and educate people about, which is like the team behind the, the thing matters and their track record matters mm. and what they were before they rebranded from musically to TikTok or whatever you know, that matters. So maybe take a couple of minutes to research before you hit the download button, you know, mm. it didn't cost me anything to download and try this new browser out, but I texted you in about five minutes and I was like, nope, <laughs> not for me. So, yeah, I, I don't know, man. I, I guess, I, I guess who you, who you associate with and why, um, is important what technologies you follow and the way they got built is important at least it is to me um yeah. and i'm not gonna go i'm not gonna go and use a pla- uh, the, the new version of d live based on the fact that it's a different blockchain i don't want to interact with another blockchain <laughs> i don't want to get to know another blockchain i'm still trying to bloody work out and learn the one i'm on yeah. So like that, that's just, that's adding to the, the problem that I used to have, which was like, oh, I'll get Twitter. Oh, what's this? It's Instagram. Oh, but Pinterest. And then all of a sudden you have 20 bloody social media accounts with stuff on all of them. And then you're like, I don't know how to post. Yeah. I don't, I don't want to move. I, I don't want to, I shouldn't have to as a community member move and then be like, oh, right. So there's this thing called Lino tokens and it doesn't work as, as it did before. And you want me to come over there and just trust you. Right. It doesn't work like that. Fam. No. It doesn't work like that. Nah, fam. fam. Nah, Not fam. for me. Not for mm-hmm. me. Anyway, anyway, we're 30 minutes in. I want to switch it up and talk about um, another thing that's happened recently. And I know this is all negative, but there is some positives at the, at, at the end of this. Yeah. At least I feel there is. And it's opportunities a, a too. negative for a, a long-term positive. It's like ripping the Band-Aid off. You can't live with the Band-Aid on there for the rest of your life. What, are you going to walk down the aisle with the Band-Aid from when you were six? No. The band-aid's gotta come off. It's gonna hurt a little bit, but we're gonna be all right. And we're gonna we're gonna help each other through it and we're gonna support each other and everything's gonna be fine. <laughs> she always ends up she always ends up like that near the end of it. Always like <laughs> always at the end. No, it um, is it's gonna be good. Yeah. Leading yeah. up to it. So last last 48, 48 hours ago, uh, we had a well, probably beginning of the week now. It's Thursday now, but beginning of the week. Uh, 25th it was actually two days ago we had the hf20 fork now normally when hard forks happen like activity happens like price goes up price goes down like just stuff happens on the blockchain as well everybody's trying to get adjusted however hf20 was such a big change it's been normally before that i think hard forks were like released every 
maybe three or six months as something drastic turned up. And this one has took. How would you explain a hard fork to like a five year old? Sorry to interrupt, but like just before we get into it, like what's probably would you consider it like akin to an algorithm change? If you're if you're used to like um, Instagram, if that's like if that's something you're familiar with, or how would you explain that simply? Um, Without going into the basics of like you know if what it actually. Well, the simple 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 version I would say is like being on a on a motorway right and you have uh dual dual carriageway lanes right so you've got different bits of code running mm. different parts of the chain and then you want to take a junction off to go towards another city right or another town so like the indication and taking the road off that carriageway onto another carriageway heading towards another city is, is you know, you're taking a fork in the road. Mm. And so what happens with a hard fork is that the code is fundamentally changed or an algorithm is, is, is updated. Maybe the way that things are paid out, it, you know, the algorithm or the maths behind that is, is changed. Um, but it is such a big change that you have to physically start and stop a server with code running on it. And then everything that used to attach to that code, um, so like you know the apps, Steam, Steam Hunt, or, or DTube, and all those other you know Steam Connect, all of those things have to be interoperable with it. And at times, when you do a hard fork, those things can break, and information then comes out that we've changed X Y Z, and then that has to be changed, and then it's all up and running again. But it's a, it's a big change. It's not like a soft fork where it's like, oh, we don't have to shut anything down. We can like just roll it out to all the witnesses as a patch, which is like a little bit of code that you you quickly start and stop it, and then the, like a the witness... course correction. This is like yeah, a, we like a major things. Yeah, like taking a disc out. Like if you want to talk about like CDs, you know, or, or discs, taking a CD out and putting another CD on and putting different music, a different style of music, without on, stopping right? the music playing for some reason somehow, because <laughs> it all has to still be up, you know, in some sense. Like it all still has to be there, and you can't lose the stuff that was already posted. So it's a big, un- it's a big undertaking. It's a massive undertaking. Yeah. It's a massive undertaking because it fundamentally changes the operation of how it works. So, right. Anyway, HF20 is a big one. It's been like a year in the making. And uh, I think a lot of people didn't want necessarily to push it through, but they kind of were signaled that it would slow down SMTs. And there was lots and lots of changes in there, which I I don't know if it's more changes than been in other hard forks because I've not gone past maybe 17 or 18 maybe maybe i was only around for like 16 or 17 or something like maybe actually actually maybe the only one i've ever been through is 18 or 19 maybe really i think we've been through three or four but you didn't feel any of them the way you feel this one in your day-to-day you know well that's because fundamentally a lot of the things that have been changed have either been swapped out completely with another way of working you know for instance the bandwidth has been replaced with voting manner and and resource credits so I think I think a lot of people and a lot of witnesses would have ideally liked to have done those in little chunks, like uh, HF twenty, twenty one, twenty two, twenty three. You know, just like incrementally build it in and be like, oh, this is buggy. We need to fix it. Instead of like, here we go. Oh shit! <laughs> you know, you posted yesterday and now you have no voting power. And don't worry, it'll be back in a week. It's like that's a bit yeah. awkward. Yeah, yeah. So we're in Managate at the moment, which is kind of like everybody's everybody's on a pause. Mm-hmm. Um, waiting for their voting power to recharge. But here's the interesting thing. That's kind of negative in itself, and it's probably a shock to the system, and loads of people are pissed about it because, you know, like, what's the point in having Steam Power if, like, you're a brand-new user and you can't actually post anything? Like, what's Mm. the point in having an account if you can't post anything? That's an issue. Right. If If you're a veteran Steamium and you've built up Steam Power, then... Maybe if you were maybe post <laughs> maybe <laughs> post <bit> <laughs> if if you weren't active in the last couple of days, which most bloggers are active on a day to day basis. Right. So I don't know anybody's got the argument of like, well, you know, you shouldn't have been active the day before. That's ridiculous. But, <laughs> um, so we had a mana problem. The mana problem affects your upvoting transfers, like comments, just affects your ability that... to post and interact in right. general. You know, to do the, right. your operations. So that, on top of D Live, on top of like having glitches in the blockchain or whatever, like it's, software goes down, things don't work. Mm-hmm. Like I think when when you use centralized platforms like Facebook and other things like that, 
then it's more obvious that, oh, yeah, I'll be back in a bit. It'll be, be fine. I'll just leave it for a few hours. It'll be back up. Like, they'll fix it. Mm. And that's because you know or have a pretty good understanding that those big companies were making millions. Um, they don't want their services to be down because they're losing money and they have, like, hundreds of engineers globally to fix it. Or, like, with something cutting edge like a blockchain, you know there's witnesses and servers and people out there, but these people are not paid. These people are not. I mean, they're making money they're from not their on the payroll. And, no, they're not on any payroll. I mean, Steam it itself is like just because one of the people, Ned, is the original part of a, two, a duo team who, who even came up with the Steam blockchain. I think Steam it is only as respected as it is because of Ned being one of the original kind of founding fathers of that, if you like. And therefore, you know, they've positioned themselves as a big player in the blockchain because they want to see the direction of it and they have some pretty damn good engineers or they've like surrounded themselves with people to do that. Right. But I do, I do think there is like a us and them feels very much like a matrix Neo situation where like steam it is, you know, the digital city uh, and you know, all the witnesses are really in Zion. Yeah. You know, I feel like it's, I feel like <laughs> there's very much a machines versus Zion. I feel um, like this week. <laughs> I feel like so, I don't know. It, it was it was hard. It was hard because y- you know that like, and you you know, and you trust the people. I think the fact that the witnesses are not not on the payroll is a, and they are actually technically elected by the community. So you know, the fact that they are in the position that they are in, but they're they're not staff. They're not, um, and they were, you know, we assume like you know, appointed quote unquote by the community. They got a certain amount of votes of people who said this, this person should be in this, have this responsibility. Um, I think that's a really good thing. And when those people reach a quote unquote consensus and say, this is the best thing for, uh, for all of us, then that's something that I personally have trust in at the minute. You know, that's something that it's like, okay, fine. I don't understand all of the algorithms and the numbers behind everything. But if you say that this is what's going to keep us going longer term, this is a more responsible use of our resources, this is going to help us grow, then that's I something that's, that I, I can get behind, even though I felt it, like I was put into a corner and I couldn't post because I wasn't big enough. Again, it's stories, isn't <laughs> and it? hurt it's my the, feelings. Again, it's the way you sell a story, right? It's the way you sell a story. It's like politi- you know, it's like the people who vote for poli- certain politicians in because of the way they told the story. So what I've, what I've, noticed in the last few days especially listening in on little interviews and stuff like that is there seems to be a divide and a well and there seems to be a lot of talent and, but there's, there's also a passion for this blockchain i still feel like steam and graphene and depos and all of the technologies that are being used to make this blockchain work i feel like the technologists out there still love them and they still want to be part of it and they want to be around these people so like as much as they're i our, our issues and bugs and, and things go wrong like there's still a love for the platform what it brings and so there's 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 always going to be people who put in their time and not get paid to do it because they want to play with it they want to keep it up they want to use it they've made friends right. there right so I, I think i think from that perspective that's really shown that's really that's really shown a massive bright light on the blockchain for me in recent days that people are motivated enough to want to stay up till whatever time in the morning to to get their witness up you know mm. it becomes like a pride a pride thing to make sure that they keep their position um obviously they've got a vested interest that wasn't meant to be a pun by the way but like they've got a vested interest in the blockchain probably their witness is making them a certain amount of money maybe uses uh, a lot of upvoting power to keep like people underneath in that community like utopia for instance going yeah. by the votes on their posts well, and the witnesses and, uh, are I, usually heavy hitters on the platform itself so you know a witness is a good position to be in if you want you know your profile to have more but even more from etc even from place one to 20 i feel like the people who are in the 30 to 40 don't really i feel like there's a class structure even there i feel like there's a, mm. a class structure in the top 20 i think it's the top 20 <laughs> that can do consensus anyway so uh, i don't know i, I don't know it's kind of it, it's kind of interesting how it's all how it's all come apart and you know there's been a lot of money lost because of the steam voting power has gone down but here's the thing here's the the good news is i actually think there's something that people are not talking about and should be talking about it and it's made me look at the platform in a completely different way and actually respect the Steam blockchain a lot more than I did before. 
And that is the fact that I don't know of any, all the things that I've got annoyed about and said earlier on in this podcast about DLive and, and burning the runway and not having a clue as the burn rate of the money that's spent by investment, mm. you know, like, oh, we've raised 1.5 million and we have a chef who's here every day for the next two years. Like, surely that's not sustainable, is it? Vegan uh, okay. Taco but, but but nobody but nobody talks about that because it's fine because we have investors. Investors yeah, yeah. means that we have tacos every day. Fine. Um, so so what I've seen and what, or what I'm seeing and what I hope uh, is Ned's vision and what everybody will turn around eventually in a year or two two years time and be like, oh yeah, we've got that. Our blockchain has that. Our block and something that we can be proud of is I feel like the resource credits are actually going to be beneficial to everybody across the board. Right now it sucks because you've got no mana and you can't post. I get it. It's buggy. Yeah. It's It needs to recharge, yada, yada, yada. But when you're posting every single day and when you looked at the Steam D, there was still that bar there for bandwidth, but the bandwidth never dropped enough for, for it to interrupt what you wanted to do, right? Right. So it's like you so went, that- went and went around and you drove your car all day and then in the middle of the night while you were sleeping, your dad came over and filled the tank a little bit every night. And so what? how does that affect your day-to-day life? You just keep doing what you're doing. You have no concept of like how what if your car is good on gas or if it's efficient or how much you're driving because it's just there when you need it, right? It's, it's seemingly endless supply. When in reality, that's, that's, that doesn't reflect reality. Right. So in that sense, that makes me more confident for the long term of it because I'd rather be using a platform that I understand or am aware of or care about even. Like I want to care about the lifespan of the technology and the product. I want to know that mm. the witnesses are getting fairly paid. I, I want to know that because we can't optimize things right now steam d can't be run multi-threaded it can only run on one cpu even though your machine's got four cpus in it so it's it's inefficient you're buying more hardware for to run some inefficient software but you're willing to pay for it because at some point hopefully somebody will fix it well that resource management stuff is huge when you're scaling up a business especially a decentralized business with lots of different servers and lots of different pricing, lots of different specifications, and also, you know, the time involved to maintain those servers. Like, so, that, so there's the resource mm. credits on the witness side. There's the resource credits and costs for the whole blockchain. I, I want to see a page, like a status page, status.steamit.com, which gives me the cost right now of running the Steam blockchain. And I think a lot of people would be really surprised. Mm. I think a lot of people are really smart because we don't get that with Tumblr. We don't get that with mm-hmm. Facebook, but these all, right. these, these, these things have a cost. They have like right. fucking, these, these, they have like warehouses full They're of server racks. There is a certain burden that's associated. And I think that's a whole, that's something that also, I I also think that there's a certain type of user at, right now on Steam, on Steam it that is more of a quote unquote, like a social media power user. Like, I mean, there are people who just use it like, um, casually, but uh, I would say the majority of the people who use like Instagram and Facebook, they're there because their friends are there. They're going to post pictures of their kids of their vacation. They're not, they're not quote unquote, like power users that are just like, they're blogging every day. They're making content. They're pushing, pushing, pushing. I think we have a high density of those type of people on the steam blockchain. And those type of people are kind of the most, they bring the most value because they're creating things, but they're also taxing the system the most as well. So I think we have a, like, and I don't, I don't have any data to back that up, but from what I've seen, it just seems like there's a higher density of, um, of quote unquote power users on the steam blockchain, maybe because there there's a lot more creatives or maybe that's because there's a financial incentive. Right. And every other, every other social media, we've been kind of trained and conditioned that the more you post, the more you put out more, 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 you know, the algorithm will favor you. YouTube will push you to the top. Instagram will show your things higher in the timeline. And so, especially when you bring that type of behavior set to a blockchain, it's going to be, we ain't messing around here. Like it's going to be taxing, you know, just like you said, there's going to be a cost to every, every operation, every comment, every post. So Mm. It was mm. hard to see that as like you and I have been active on the platform for over two years now, that <laughs> when the code originally got pushed, we were actually indebted a certain amount before everything leveled out. It was just part of the code, but we were like indebted for everything we had ever actually even done. We didn't even get to start at zero. So we were like, 
oh my, like it, I, that really brought it, really brought it home for me. I was like, whoa, okay. Like I've done a yeah. lot here, you know, and there's, and I've haven't paid a cent into being on this, pl- at, at this place or participating here. So, you know, that, well, that cost has got to get paid somewhere. Well, not, that's not strictly true. I mean, the steam, steam, uh, has an emission every day of steam power and like your posts get an incentive of that and so you have we have earned money on the platform that's gone oh, back I'm into I the platform put money out i haven't paid to be here meaning it hasn't come out of my pocket to, to keep these servers up do you know what i'm saying right but you've created stuff on the algorithm which is a proof of brain algorithm therefore like what you make is proof that you exist out there somewhere on planet earth i hope so and the blockchain <laughs> rewards you for it right uh, the 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 thing is that I would say that blockchain technologies are not a well-formed, fully versed, 100% uptime. They don't come with any service level agreement. And if you uh, want a social site that just is somewhere where you don't you don't pay, you don't want to engage with a community, you just want to post something. And if you want to push and take, then maybe blockchains are not for you. And I think mm. the resource cre- the resource credits, because the thing is with the Steam blockchain, you have to have a certain amount of skin in the game. And the skin in the game is like having some Steam power or having some investment in it, either created from inside of Steam or, or putting some into it to have some kind of, you know, it's, it's like getting seats in a football stadium. You can either sit at the bottom at the bottom and get cheap tickets or you can have a box at the top that's got all the amenities to it. Mm-hmm. It's the same thing with Steam power. The more Steam power that you have, the more kind of groundswell you have to, to do unfettered amounts of commenting upvoting interact with people but that comes at a cost right and now the, we have the, the resource version of put your money where your mouth is or put your money, right. money where your fingers are typing on the keys and it makes sense because like every one of those transactions is is a change on a blockchain that has to be synced with another witness server somewhere else in the world and it, they, then it all has to keep it in sync right mm. so like i feel like in some ways Yes, it was a bit of a shock, but hey, look, hard forks are always like this, always will be like big changes to code bases. Uh, and they're always going to be ever evolving as well. There'll be a point mm-hmm. where we, we'll start deploying AI to be like, you know, based on market conditions. Should this be the resource credits that you get paid out? Or should we slow it down because we need to roll out more infrastructure because of the speed at, between these times? You know, like... It can be. It could get as dynamic as as that. It could be like fully autonomous, your own steam blockchain inserted on a chip under your skin that you sink in Man. biometrically in the morning when you go to the office. Don't get me started. So, so, so I'm excited about it. I'm excited yeah. about it. Yes, yes, it sucks a little bit at the minute, but you know it is recharging from a mod perspective. I've got to give a hat tip to Steam Hunt. They quickly within 24 hours did a little bit of UI. UX design work. They give everybody all the hunt, all the mods a bit more steam power to mm-hmm. to speed up the process of the mana recharge. Yeah, that and, was uh, really appreciated. So you know, I'm excited to see where it goes. So the, the 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 positive out of it all is that if you want to use something, you know, dynamic and changing with, you know, consuming the latest and greatest ways of 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 building these things out then definitely use a blockchain because you'll learn a hell of a lot of stuff. Yeah. Uh, but if you want to just be able to fire and forget and not not have any kind of concern for the parent company, then you, you probably don't want to use a blockchain. You probably want to go and use Facebook or some other service that has already added investment money and they're trying to make it work by using outdated ways of revenue streams like advertising. Yeah. Um, don't you want that fit tea? Don't you want, don't you want that tea that's going to make you skinny, girl? <laughs> i definitely definitely don't want that. yeah well i did have you know if you listen to this podcast you might know that i have like a, a slight leaning toward conspiracy theories and i it just not that any of this sparked any conspiracy theory for me but it that like 24 hours where i felt like i i had my hands tied behind my back and i couldn't post really made me think about how easily it could be we could be in like this dystopian situation where your voice could very easily be removed because you don't have 
X amount of resource or Y amount of money or X amount of clout or followers. Like that, I think we take all of that so, so for granted that we even have a voice that we can participate on these platforms. And you, it's obviously, it's like anything. You don't miss it until it's gone. You don't realize why you even had it in the first place until it's gone. So I, I don't know. I've been really thankful that we have a, um, we have a steam it team and we have witnesses that seem to really, like you said, really care about the platform and they're trying to approach it from a sustainable, um, a sustainable and fair way. You know, there's also, you know, self upvoting from whales is kind of now a thing of the past. That's a huge move, um, in bringing smaller accounts back up because more of the resources are shared in the community. And a lot of those, like you said, top 20 witnesses are those whales. So not that, not to say they were the ones upvoting themselves, but you know, they're making choices that are, that seem like they're for the good of everybody. And so I appreciate, be, I'm just happy to be here. Like I'm just happy to be on a part of the STEMA community and I'm appreciative that I don't have to pay for hosting. I think, I think, a, I think <laughs> a lot of plugins. those, I think a lot of those whales and that when you, when you get to that degree where you're at the top, like most people, not, not most people, but I would say a large percentage of people I've ever met with money tend to want to then bring other people up or to experience that money uh, mm. or have those similar experiences and kind of shocked when other people don't have those resources. So what I tend to see is that they then support like the, a more buoyant middle class, right? Because mm. you, you bring in a more buoyant middle class, you're going to keep the numbers there and the middle class is going to help like the, 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 the ones below them come up. And so like, I mean, and you also need retention in this day and age, like that, that is the metric, you know, it's like, mm. does it, does it scale? And do you have the numbers? Do you have the yeah. head count? So, I mean, you, there's thousands of different iterations of styles of blockchain, but it's, it's going to be, who can tell the best story, who can retain the most users and who can make them active, passionate, retained, engaged people on while the technology falls away in the background, you know? Mm, yeah. Anyway, I'm done for the day. That's it. I'm all done. I'm running the outro. I'm optimizing my time. Bye, He's everybody. hard forking the podcast. Bye. I'm hard forking. We're done. Bye. Thanks for spending time with us today. Subscribe with Pocket Casts and get notified right away. And if you use Anchor FM, please feel free to call in and leave us a message. We'll try to reply in our next cast. Stay positive. And we'll speak to you soon.